Welcome to the Haunting Comforts of Teaching podcast. I am your host, Jen Kay, a middle school English teacher who finds comfort in sharing her journey of being present in the haunting rhythms of teaching. Through finding balance, dissecting struggles, learning grace, with occasional stories from and discussions with guests on education. Welcome to episode 15. Today, I want to share my thoughts on not wearing my wedding ring as a teacher. A couple months back, a student have asked me, where's your ring, miss? After I shared that I got married over the summer. Now, when it comes to middle schoolers, once you open that door to your personal life, you cannot avoid more questions from coming in. It has now been almost a year since I got married, and this ring question has come up around three or more times, once or twice from a student, once from a dentist receptionist, and once from another teacher, which is fewer times than I expected. I would give the same spiel to them all. My ring does not fit perfectly and is loose. I am a clumsy person. I almost lost it one time in the parking lot. I'm not really a jewelry person. I tend to lose or damage any piece of jewelry that I wear. As a teacher, I am always on my feet and moving. I don't feel comfortable having valuable items on me that can easily be lost. And apparently, according to an article from Your Tango, they are all bad excuses. The author's responses and counterarguments are quite aggressive and seems to assume people who do not wear their wedding rings have bad motives overall. However, there are also plenty of other articles out there with a quick Google search saying that these are understandable reasons for not wearing your wedding ring despite being a married person. As an ISFJ, I waver from being practical and caring too much about what other people think of me. So I do have mixed feelings about not wearing my wedding ring to school when I teach, but for now my practicality wins over my anxiety in this case. Growing up as a Chinese American, or what Chinese immigrants called ABC, American-born Chinese, I never saw my parents or any family relatives wear wedding rings. At most, I would see a jade bracelet sometimes on one of my great aunts or on my cousin's grandma. My mom has a gold wedding ring that she keeps locked up at the bank. In addition, whenever I went to China, I never actually saw anyone wear wedding rings either. So I'm not sure if it is part of the Chinese culture to just not wear much jewelry, specifically wedding rings, on a daily basis. Because of this, I do not worry too much about not wearing a wedding ring in public. However, if I did get the ring sized perfectly the first time last year, I would be making an attempt to wear it on a daily basis. Nevertheless, the emptiness that surrounds my ring finger does make me feel a bit self-conscious from time to time, especially when I am teaching at my school. Some of the thoughts that go through my head are, what do other staff members think of me when they see that I don't wear a ring? Do my students and other teachers think that I want to hide my married status for disingenuous reasons? Do my students doubt that I am really married? Will I get questioned about not wearing my wedding ring? These are all thoughts that would make me kind of lose my mind or just, I just think of it from time to time at work. And during this one time, a teacher made a comment about not seeing my ring. And we got into this interesting conversation about wedding rings. 
he was married also and did not wear his ring. And apparently when he was in the military, he had to take off his ring to go into some kind of gas chamber. However, he had a lot of trouble taking off his ring because he never took it off up to that point. So the ring was stuck on his finger. It had to literally be cut off or maybe sawed off his finger. So I was very impressed and shocked that he never took off his ring to that point. So at this, after this conversation, I felt more comfortable about not worrying so much about wearing my wedding ring at school. The societal pressure to wear a wedding ring is quite real. So this got me thinking, do I need an outward sign or object to really show or prove my love and commitment to my husband? Do I really need to wear my wedding ring to prove to society that I am married? Even when I was dating my husband, we never really announced our relationship to the public. We are not even friends on social media due to a long history of events that I will not go into. Our relationship was only revealed in bits and pieces through private conversations with family and friends. In fact, I hardly talked about having a boyfriend during the first three years as a teacher. I only revealed my relationship when I was asked directly about it, and I just found it very uncomfortable to talk about my relationship publicly. And there's much to be said about the history and symbolism behind wedding rings, veils, and the whole marriage ceremony in relation to the power dynamic between a man and a woman, but I will not go into that. Instead, I want to dive into the connection of needing a physical object or sign to solidify a covenant or a promise being made between two parties. At the end of the day, that's what marriage is about, this promise of commitment between two people. In the book of Genesis in the Bible, or the Torah, God called Abraham to a new promised land and to be his people by making a covenant with him. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 9 to 10, it is stated, Then God said to Abraham, As for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants, after you for the generation to come. This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You are to undergo circumcision, and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and you. Now here, the common medical definition of circumcision is the cutting of the flesh, specifically the foreskin. I'm not entirely sure why God required specifically circumcision as a sign of his promise and covenant to Abraham. There's an interesting article on reasons.org called Why Would God Command Circumcision that goes into the possible reasons and benefits of the circumcision. Circumcision is supposed to be a physical sign and a reminder of God's covenant that Jews would see every day. Similarly, albeit less painfully, the wedding ring is supposed to be a promise between two people that is also seen every day. There is, well, if you wear it every day. There is definitely some value of physical and sentimental objects to remind people of love and their loved ones, but I guess how much value there is would vary depending on the very depending on the individual. However, with the rise of the digital age, with everything almost going online, like cash, gift cards, birthday cards, music, emailed letters, Instagram photos, video games, etc. Perhaps consuming and keeping physical objects have taken a back burner. I personally am a pack rat of sorts. When I moved out of my parents' place, I took many things that held practical and sentimental value. 
Every year, I found myself having a hard time decluttering, but in the recent months, it has become easier. In contrast, my husband barely brought the clothes office back. This is kind of like an exaggeration, but he barely bought anything into our new home. Just the bare necessities. Clearly, we both place different values on physical, sentimental objects. Now, the Bible also brings up another form of circumcision that is not physical: circumcision of the heart. It is referenced in Deuteronomy chapter thirty, verse six, and extensively in the book of Romans chapter two, verse twenty-five to twenty-nine, which says. Circumcision has value if you observe the law, but if you break the law, you have become as though you had not been circumcised. So then, if those who are not circumcised keep the law's requirement, will they not be regarded as though they were circumcised? The one who is not circumcised physically and yet obeys the law will condemn you. Who, even though you have the written code and circumcision, are a lawbreaker. As a a person is not a Jew who is. One only outwardly, nor is circumcision merely outward and physical. No, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart, by the spirit, not the written code. Such a person's praise is not from other people, but from God. So here, circumcision is all about the purity of the heart to truly follow God and not to be focusing on. Needing a physical sign, and at the end of the day, God cares more about your heart than physical circumcision, according to the text here. So, a more pressing question burns in me as I make these connections. When I fear not wearing my wedding ring, is it really about proving to the public that I am committed to my marriage, or is it more about proving to myself that my heart is in the right place? In that I shouldn't even be worried about how how others think of my marital status. Do I need to wear a wedding ring to show the public of my love and commitment, or do I need to wear my wedding ring to remind me of my love and commitment to my husband? Marriage has become a bit murky in the recent years. Initially, I thought that the divorce rate in the United States was still around fifty percent, and I was just about to make a blanket statement about how it seems like modern culture does not value marriage and commitment much. Surprisingly, according to Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, short for, in short, the CDC, the divorce rate for twenty twenty two is only two point three per one thousand population. There are also many factors to consider, like people getting married later or just not getting married at all. So that can maybe explain some of the low numbers here. So it's just overall very a very complicated world out there when it comes to love and marriage. Currently, I am still debating whether I should buy a cheaper stand-in wedding band with an adjustable size to wear to school, just to comfort my mild ongoing unease of not wearing my ring. So. My question to you is: What is your take on publicly showing your love and commitment? Thank you for listening to Haunting Comforts, where we come together to be present in the rhythms of teaching through finding balance, dissecting struggles, and learning grace. Follow me on my Instagram. At Haunting Comforts to stay updated when I post new episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please give a rating 
and a comment about what you enjoyed the most on the platform you are listening to. Thank you for your support.